Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planters, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement and I am your host, Ade Subbanjo. Hello again. This is episode 8 of the Bible Podcast. Last week, I told you about my birthday being on Wednesday, the 30th of May. We had a a great day. It was a fantastic day. And I'm so grateful to God that I'm one year older. And I believe that this year will be even better than all the other years. You know, I heard Jim Rohn once said that, you know, you should see your your new year as investing all the other years in that one year. And that's what I'm hoping to do this year. Invest all my past 42 years into this 43rd year. And I, I look forward to great, great growth and lots of impact. So today I'm going to be talking about two things, two habits that every minister must have in order to continue to retain their spiritual power. If you if you have these two habits locked down, then you'll continue to increase in your effectiveness as a minister. But it's so hard to keep these two things on lockdown. That's what I'm going to be talking today about. I'm just going to share some of my my own experiences, some tips, and and we just uh, talk about some other things I want to do today. I have a, a special giveaway at the end of, of this. So stay tuned and and expect uh, and get ready to to get the, to hear about the giveaway. So let's get to this. Let's get to the main thing. Um, there's a scripture that has always been a blessing to me. And each time I read that scripture, it reminds me of the, the things that I have to keep as top priority as a minister you know the bible talks uh, about the 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 new church the early church in acts of the apostles chapter 6 and talks about uh, the time came when the church grew and they started having some issues some political issues uh, in the church and i'll read it acts of the apostles chapter 6 from verse 1 it says now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. I'll read verse 4 again. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. You know, that, that scripture reminds us, especially those of us that are in the Bible ministry, that the key, the key to spiritual impact is focusing on prayer and the word we cannot afford to get too busy to study the word the bible we cannot afford to get too busy to pray in fact whenever we get busy to pray too busy to pray or study the word we are getting off track we are beginning to think 
that we are able to do spiritual work with natural strength. And um, I want to confess to you that as a pastor over these years, it has always been a, a challenge. In other words, I've always had to remind myself that you need to spend time more in prayer. I've never at any point really felt that, you know what, I'm praying adequately. I've always thought that I could pray more and I could study more. And what what is strange and, and interesting about this is that uh, no matter how much I think that I should pray more, it doesn't mean that I'll begin to pray more. Uh, many, many, many times I've had to tell myself, you know what, you you have a problem. You know you need to pray, but why are you not praying? And and the reason is that, you know, we, we are designed um, to depend on God, but because we don't see God and we don't see the spiritual realm and because we we can actually do some activities and those activities will bring certain kinds of results we we get distracted and begin to do those activities so in in today's podcast i'm just going to spend just a few minutes to remind us you know your major your primary assignment as a minister mine as well is to spend time with the king the king of kings the one who called us and to hear uh, the instruction he will give to us, that's in the place of prayer. And then to understand him more by looking at the scriptures. Because many things that we will do or say or teach would come from our revelation of God. The more of God we know, the more of his power that manifests through us and in us. Now, I know that if you're by, if a minister of any sort, you know that already. You know already that you need to spend time praying. You know already that you need to spend time studying the Word. Now, some people may not know how long do I have to spend, how long do I have to study the Word of God for. I always say if you're a minister, it's good to, to have a, a standard that you want to spend at, at least an hour of, of prayer just you and God alone every day, at least. That's 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 the minimum for anybody that's saying I'm I'm a minister, I'm I'm fully in I'm called to to minister behind the pulpit as as a vocational minister. Now, if you are fully into it, you are full time into the ministry, then we need that to go up to about two to three hours. If you you buy vote, I, I want to suggest try to get that one hour in of spending time with God. And and for the Word of God, you know, we need to really study, study scriptures, not to preach, but for ourselves, to understand, to know, to have revelations of God's will, God's purpose, God's plans for for us, for the, ch- for, for the church. Now, the question I'm going to answer today, I'm just going to put it right into the the discussion because it's it ties in very well with what we are talking about. Uh, I was speaking to one of our life group leaders uh, on on Saturday, and he he had this question. That question is that you know during his own time of prayer of study, he he prepares sermons. Not that he he, pre- he preaches those sermons; he just prepares them when he's doing his study. He prepares sermons, and he was asking, "What's wrong with that? What's wrong with studying to prepare sermons?" Now, I didn't have the opportunity to give the answer to him, and I know that maybe there are other people who are asking that question: Why is it wrong to to study to prepare sermons? There's really nothing wrong with that. It's better than doing nothing. So that let's get that right. 
it's better than doing nothing if you're always just sitting down and preparing sermons from scriptures that is better than doing not, nothing what i i think is wrong is when all our bible study is just sermon preparation not this type where you you prepare the sermon for 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 future use not that um, i mean when you know that you have a, you have to speak on sunday you have to speak on tuesday you have to speak on wednesday and then that's what makes you to sit down and look at scripture Th- that's dangerous that's that because at that point we are not in the position to receive now uh, preparing also looking at things from the perspective of preaching is not also the best i I would suggest that when we're studying uh, if we're writing in the sermon form then we should be the one sitting in the pews so when you're preparing a sermon let's say you're doing your studies and you're studying faith or you're studying prayer or you're studying uh, divine healing then you should study it as if god the holy spirit is the one speaking preaching the sermon to you and you're just taking notes of the sermon that has been preached to you, uh, what I what I like to do, and as I shared earlier, is I just study the scriptures, and when I study the scriptures, I I sit down to receive. I always look for what to correct in my life. What's the Holy Spirit saying? Where is He saying I should impact? Uh, I should apply more energy, uh, or I should apply more wisdom? I should correct. So I'm receiving from my Father. I'm learning, I'm growing as a Christian, and then when I need to preach a, a sermon or a, a message, I just take from that and add some some stories around it and, and uh, some context. So that's that's uh, what I'm going to say about that question, is what is wrong with just preaching, uh, preparing sermons in your own uh, quiet time? There's nothing wrong with it as long as you remember that you are the one sitting on the pews listening to that sermon and it's for you primarily holy spirit is speaking to you and then when you have to now speak that to another other people you're able to speak it from the place of humility and from a place of uh, being being taught by the holy spirit you didn't just know that the holy spirit revealed it to you and you can give examples of how you learned it and i i personally enjoy messages that that show to me how the the preacher learn what they are, they are sharing. So now going back to um, what I was discussing, I, I wanted us to, to look at uh, prayer as a major part of our work. So even as Bible ministers, I, I want Bible ministers to remember that prayer and the word are still the primary responsibilities of the minister. That's where our work starts from. you you may love administration you may love to meet with people you may love to to do all sorts of programs but those are not the primary assignments the primary work for ministers is spending time with god to be with god and be changed by god and then listening to his words or reading scriptures getting to know his word for ourselves and then our outward responses to that and our preaching and our ministry will then be um, the outflow the overflow of the transformation that we've already had in the presence of God I discovered that for me to pray I need to really have schedules and I talked about that earlier on in one in one of the podcasts that 
if you want to have a lot of uh, impact, you want to get many things done, it's better to schedule. And even I, that, that I'm saying this, I still have to remind myself that. Now, recently I started a prayer program with uh, uh, some people, and I realized that in order to to really get more prayer in, I needed to schedule some time. So I, I took the advantage of this prayer uh, program that we have to schedule myself to pray at uh, at uh, 6 a.m., at 3 p.m., and 9 p.m. every day, you know, to get, you know, that prayer in there. And I discovered that, you know, it makes your life so much better. You, you every couple of hours, you are refocused on what, you know, what you are trusting God to do on certain areas. Now, it doesn't mean that we, we only pray at those times. I, I think even we can take it to the next level and have a, a timer on our phones that will remind you every hour to, to say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing. You know, I learned that by reading a book by Brother Lawrence. I, I read that book and it really impacted the way I saw prayer. And, and this priest will pray all the time, and he always w- wanted to be in the presence of God, and and that that has that helped me a lot when I first read that book to to just begin to see that as Bible ministers, prayer can still be very important to our lives, and we can plug in lots of prayers into our work day, work time, if we begin to practice that. So my encouragement to us today is, you know, let's continue to practice. I, I, I don't want us to, to have this habit of thinking that things are difficult. You know, when I, when I talk to some, some leaders, some pastors, what I hear is that, you know what, it's difficult to do my work and to pray. Once I get to the office, I get so busy, the next thing I see it's 5 p.m. and I'm leaving. Yes, it's, it's, that's how difficult it is, but it's not impossible to pray while doing that work. It's not impossible. You know, what you should think about, and what I usually think about when I get to situations like this, is that I ask myself, is it possible for Jesus? Is it possible for the Holy Spirit to help me so that I can pray more? If the answer is yes, then I ask the Holy Spirit to help me. Whenever I have a situation that is impossible for humans, I tell myself it's not impossible for God. And I need to be in his presence. So I need you to help me. And I want to give you this tip. If you can begin by saying to yourself, every time I remember to pray, I will pray. So that is your work. You remember to pray. You say, Father, I thank you. I thank you because I will remember to pray. I will pray more this week than I've ever prayed before. So you take those three minutes in your heart, in your mind, and you pray. And then you begin to schedule those times, lunch hour, you spend 5, 10 minutes. Um, before work, you spend 5, 10, 10, 15 minutes. After work, you spend 5, 10, 15 minutes. Before you know it, you discover that it's becoming a habit. I don't want us to give up on prayer, nor on the Word. And you, I discover that as we go on studying the Word, you know, beginning to have a, a, a lifestyle of studying and of praying, we begin to experience more spiritual power. You do the same thing, but you get more results. 
I have seen in my life that as I as I've grown in knowing God and, and really having that confidence of God's power, just knowing that I know that I know that I know that God is great and God is with me and God is moving through whatever I'm doing, I begin to see more results, more results with less effort, you know, uh, and because really the work of ministry is the work of the holy spirit really the word that says without me you can do nothing is very true and if we learn to believe that and trust him we'll begin to see more results in our life so bible ministers we are not exempt from spending much time in prayer and studying the word much time now we talk let me talk about studying the word some tips you still need to schedule that. As Bible ministers, we must be masters of scheduling. Masters. Use tools to help you. Use tools to help you. And, and when you study, schedule the time for study. And when you study, make up your mind that you'll learn something. That's what I do. That's what helps me. Each time I study, I, I make up my mind that I must learn something. I must be able to say, this is what I got. This is what the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart concerning this portion of scriptures. Now, I must tell you that there are days when I didn't have time to sit down, take my Bible, and have a study. I just read the scripture. Uh, that's not the best, but it happens. And I want us to, to, to reduce, minimize that. It, it shouldn't happen so often that you go a week or two weeks without studying. We must schedule study of the word and not just reading. I, I know we, most of us have the habit now of reading, but some don't. You still start from there, start from reading. And then after reading, you study. And when you study, you take a note and write. I, I used to use Google Drive for my, for my notes, but now I use another, another tool that, that has dates and, and I can tag it's called any uh it's called day one it, it's it's an app on, on on my phone and you can use any app that gives you the days and helps you to to just capture what god is speaking to you and and I, i've been blessed by scheduling my study i've been blessed by writing down what i learned and i hope that you'll be blessed too so today i have a special uh, uh, section for the, for the resources section, a uh, spe- special message for the resources section of this podcast. Uh, and it is that I want to talk about some of the books, some prayer books that have really impacted my life. Uh, not all, not all of them, but just a few of them. Uh, they have made uh, a difference in, in my life generally. And I want to recommend them to you. The first one I want to talk about is why Revival Tarries by Leonard Ravenhill. Why Revival Tarries. That book really gives you uh, a, a desire to pray once you've, once you've read that. I, I got it a f- couple of years ago, and, and each time I go back to read it, it stirs me up. Another book that has really helped me to, to really prioritize prayer is The Revival We Need by Oswald J. Smith. Um, that that gives you just detailed um, records of how the re- a revival occurred in Toronto through this minister, this pastor. Uh, another book is the complete works of E. M. Bounds on prayer. Powerful, powerful sermons on prayer. You need to look at them. If if you can get these books, they they will change your prayer life. Another book that that has helped me is the book by Kenneth E. Hagen on love, the way to victory. 
Those are some books that have really impacted my life. And there are other books that I would like to recommend um, for Bible pastors. Uh, one of them is The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And there are three books that I'm, I'm just, uh, I want to read. I'm going to read there. They are more about business, but I, I, I'm putting them up here in this section so that you know, if there's any one of us that's really interested in business and you want to really look at uh, business online or business that has to do with your passion that, that would not take all of your time but you, so that you can still minister, then these are some books that, that I, I'm, I'm going to look at myself. I've, I've browsed through them in the bookshops, and, and they are good. And one of them is Side Hustle from Idea to Income in 27 Days by Chris... Gilbo, I don't know if that's the way to pronounce that name. Um, another one is Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea and You Don't Waste Your Time and Money by Pat Flynn. And then the last one is Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, how Great Entrepreneurs Build Their Businesses and Influence influence, and How You Can Too. So those are some books that I recommend if you want to read them or buy them or borrow them or you see anybody with them, you, you can. I, want, I encourage you to read. Uh, great people do read a lot. And, and the reason why we, we need to read a lot is because you can, you can learn a lot in a short time in a book. Uh, rather than going through the experience yourself, you you can get it in a book. So that's that's um, that's what I have to uh, present to you as resources for today. And you know, as as a celebration of my birthday, I what I'm doing, what I want to do is give away all those books. I've totaled them, and I think in Canada it cost one hundred and eighty nine dollars. And you know what? I'm going to give the the books those eight books to just one person you know and and that's my way of saying thank you for for being part of this community and thank god for giving me uh, another year and many 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 years i i totally believe that i will be here till 95 if jesus tarries and more it, when when i'm 95 then i'm going to see if i'm satisfied and, uh, um, and then i'll see if i can ask for more you know what that's 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 what god has promised us that you know he will give us he will satisfy us with long life and of course i'm not saying that those who um he calls earlier uh have not been satisfied but what i believe is that for me uh he has he has designed that i'll be here until uh, he's ready and i'm ready glory to god so yeah so um if you want to get that book all you have those books all you have to do is sign up for them. I'm going to have a random draw um, two weeks from now, and we're going to have just uh, one winner, and everybody gets equal chance to 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 win. But you can get more chances by sending uh, the you know sending the offer to somebody else, and if you send to someone else, and they also enter to the draw, you get ten chances to to win. It's it's just for fun. Everybody wins somehow. Even if you didn't get the books, somebody else gets it. You've you've been part of the the fun, and that's just that's just it. We are family, and so we all win, no matter who really gets a book. And I hope 
the person who eventually gets the book can uh, say a few words on the podcast to tell us their experience and how they felt when they won uh, the books. Um, if the, if someone wins from Nigeria, we're going to find a way to, to get books to them. Um, maybe I have to take them with me when I go back. But for now, let's just get going. Let, let, let this get rolling. Put, put your email in and you have a chance to win. So that's it for today. I've already answered the question at the beginning and, uh, I, I hope that this week we would begin to devise methods through the power of the Holy Spirit to pray more, to pray more. I'm going to just wrap up this with a prayer and I hope to, to see you or to talk to you again next week. Father, I thank you for this time in your presence. Thank you for reminding us that in order to retain spiritual power, we must concentrate on prayer and the word. We need you, Lord. We need to spend time with you. We need to hear your plans. We need to operate in your plan. We have so many people around us at work. We have so many people out there who we need to go and speak to, but we cannot do it without your power. So I pray, O oh Lord, for a release of your PowerPoint. Every single one of, of your children who are listening to this right now will receive great grace to, to spend more time with you. We, we, I pray that every one of us will, will see how weak we are without you. I pray for a, a revelation of our, of our inability to do any spiritual work without spiritual power. Um, Lord, I pray that you would open the eyes of our understanding to, to see the wonders that are in scriptures, that scriptures will come alive to everyone that's listening to me today, and your name alone will be glorified. Thank you, Father, um, and thank you for giving us this opportunity to do this podcast and, and build this community. In Jesus' name, amen. So yes, thank you once again. I, I, really, I really, really appreciate the time that you take to listen. And I hope that you you make your comments, send out the the giveaway to all your friends and all fellow ministers who you believe would enjoy those books. And let's let's have some fun. God bless you. You've been listening to the Bible podcast with Ade Sabanjo. Please head over to a d e s o b a n j o dot com to join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bivo podcast, take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. These lessons have revolutionized Ade's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful, too. Till the next episode, keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere.